Hi, everybody. Welcome to Kevin Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin. Um, Today on the pod, I have one of my sisters again, Corey. Hello again. (laughs) Um, So how are you, Corey? Sorry. I'm good. (laughs) Um, Today on this episode, we're going to be talking about um, the Oprah interview with Meghan and Harry, um, the hate crime that happened in Atlanta. Um, Justin Bieber's new album and the Grammys and also Matt James's um, response not response but him on after the final rose it's a lot I guess to get the more like heavy things out of the way um, do you want to talk about the murders that happened in Atlanta Um, yeah I mean yeah sure okay so this white man decided to kill um was it like eight i don't even remember the number no eight people passed. yeah yeah eight people people were murdered because um this man decided to shoot to shoot them because he has a sex addiction addiction and he fetishizes asian women that's what it's been reported not that he's just crazy and awful but it keeps being spun to where well he has problems so cool not cool but like it like the severity of the situation i i don't even understand why it's in question if it's a hate crime or not i think that's so obviously yeah based on gender race everything in the book well especially to like specifically asian women mm-hmm. like they like the hypersexualization of them mm-hmm. it's 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 like a tale as old as time pretty much but you're you specific it's not like he just like went to like that first strip mall and he shot up all the businesses in that mm-hmm. strip mall he specifically went to three separate salons mm-hmm. that are predominantly staffed by asian women in order to do this mm-hmm. just because a white woman and a white man and then a his i believe a hispanic man like he survived but just because they also just so happened to be killed like during the commission of this crime mm-hmm doesn't mean that it's still not a hate crime towards Asian women. Um, And what really, it didn't surprise me, but it really bothered me is um, I think it was their sheriff. He was just like, well, this gentleman had a real bad day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, no matter how you spin it, it's just, it's an incredibly poor choice of words because Okay, did Dylan Roof have a bad day when he went and he killed all those people at that black church? If you're going to ask does, that sheriff, yeah, yeah sure. Does did, did Ted Bundy, did he just have a bad day when he pretended to be like a sickly or injured person and, and then they those romanticize women? him so much? I think I and Twitter's my source, but I think it's true. But like um someone ha- I was reading a tweet like today and someone was just like you guys need to realize that Ted Bundy lured these women in because he acted like he was helpless yeah, or it wasn't lost or he was, was hot or anything. He's so charming yeah. and debonair. No, he was a he literally like pretended to be yeah. weak and he took advantage yeah, of, of kindness. Yeah. Um, sorry, but yeah. anyway. But no, that's an, it was an incredibly poor choice of words. And I just don't know how you can get up there in like in any forum to fix yourself and say, oh, well, he just had a bad day. And it's like, well, eight people are dead. Their days are mm-hmm. infinitely worse than this jackasses. Yeah. And what's great. And I, I do think it's 
white supremacy, right, white privilege, white everything, because the sheriff who did, he who had spoken on this, um, he had like on his social media, he was calling it the Chinese virus, like COVID yeah, was so the Chinese virus. The and then it's not surprising. And then I'm just like, but the thing is, social media, like it's not that hard to find something on someone. So it's, just, it's crazy to me that he was still a part of the police department. He's been a long, he's been a part of it long enough to be able to give this press conference. Cause I'm just like, how does your job not see that? That's wild. Cause they're not looking like once you're hired, they're not looking for that shit after. Yeah. I guess. Um, it's awful, awful, awful what happened. Um, and I think uh, everybody just needs to stand together. <laughs> um, well, yeah, but I just think no matter how or who is being attacked, mm-hmm. it's a fucking hate crime. I just yeah. don't understand like why we can't sit there and say that like okay, his there's tons of um, there's tons of men, women, or whoever who have sex addictions. Mm-hmm. Do they choose to specifically go out and target the people, the object of their mm-hmm. obsession, in or and to to kill them? No, they go to fucking therapy or they find mm-hmm. other avenues if they're able to. You mm-hmm. know, not to say that everybody can afford to go to therapy, but to I guess diminish like those people's lives to like oh well he just has this addiction that he can't take control no, of. no that's it's like it's disgusting that, that's disgusting and horrible is uh-huh. to even, then it's like okay if you don't have any information it's perfectly fine to say hey you know what in 72 hours we're gonna investigate and try to get as many facts as we can in like in like three days time and then in three days you know what here's your press conference this is what uh-huh. we know so far and then investigation will continue i don't think that Yes, the people are owed, like, information, like, from the jump, but not to the point where, like, okay, like, the very same day, you're like, hey, well, he said, like, the the, the suspect told us that this is why he did it. Like, okay, and, like, let's let's do a bit more investigating. Let's see. Let's get some more facts and things in there. Like, you don't have to do a press conference right away. Yeah, and it just made him, like, I feel like... Maybe it's extreme saying this, but I feel like he's being portrayed as some type of victim no. in the situation. And I'm just like, what? This wouldn't have been a situation well, if he wasn't the that's problem. The, okay, so exactly. Back to Ted Bundy. That's what he tried to say. <sighs> yeah. Like, the reason why he killed his victims was because he was addicted to sex. And then, then you get, um, like, I think a bunch of, like, religious groups, like, got all involved mm. saying that, yeah, porn is a sin. Like, da-da-da-da-da. Right. We want to blame poor, being, uh, porn. We don't want to blame that we sexually repress people. And there's so much rape and disgusting abu- and neglect and abuse that goes on under the clothes of a church no i catholicism think definitely i think that there is a, a like a correlation between because uh-huh. like if you're watching violent porn and that's all you see and like you're just internalizing those fantasies mm-hmm. then yeah I that's can, all you know right exactly so there definitely is a correlation but to only put it to like oh no well you know he only did this because he just watched porn mm-hmm. or he has a sex addiction or whatever the fuck like because, they're saying you know like that that's that cannot be the end all be no, all and like, it's not yeah like racism and hypersexualization of people of color go hand in fucking hand mm-hmm. so i don't i don't understand why it's so hard to say like hey yeah like this is a hate crime mm-hmm. i'm just saying if it if it were any other if that man was not a white man who who murdered these um victims um you wouldn't hear his there would be no trying to humanize him no um 
you wouldn't even hear the thing is is oh yeah he he got to explain why he did or like he had a why he has his problem or stuff like that most people don't get to say their side of the story yeah until we get to the trial like i don't understand why we have to know all this like from the from the get-go again like we don't need to know all this like as soon as it happens like get Mm -hmm. your facts and investigate and everything and then yeah all this will come out in trial yeah definitely the families are owed explanations from the jump Uh but not anybody else outside of the family and it better not be a piss poor explanation of oh well it's not mentally he's not okay um but so this is okay so the thing for that is i would say if we keep saying that the reason that stuff like this keeps happening because i mean yeah we've been in quarantine or whatever Mm -hmm. for a year but mass shootings didn't stop no it's just i guess the media attention of them you know was like a little low but like yeah mass shootings never stopped from Mm -hmm. like march 2020 to march 2021 yeah like they still happen they just weren't reported Mm -hmm. on and so if we keep saying that hey these people who are perpetrating these crimes are mentally ill mental health's the problem mental health's the problem invest in mental health and resources then exactly like i don't understand what's so hard about hey we know what the problem (sighs) is we know what the solution potentially could be but we're not gonna try it no that's what it always is especially here in america i mean not and i don't want people to think i hate america i I live here i love it i'm free to an extent you know (laughs) but i think um we we have a lot more solution and i'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist but like we have a lot of solutions to things but because there's because it doesn't support the people's and powers agenda it is not yeah. we're never going to get to it i believe there is a cure for cancer but i just think there's so much money in treatment that they yeah. won't but yeah okay um no it just it Oh, it sucks that this is the reality that mm-hmm. like we live in and that at this point like we are so desensitized to shit like this. Mm-hmm. Like just like like what happened in Boulder. Mm-hmm. And then okay, there's probably going to be something cuz everybody on Twitter is like, "Oh my god, like yeah, we get, we opened up the states a little bit and now mass shooting started again." And it's like, "Yeah, they never stopped. Mm-hmm. Just media just stopped reporting on them." But because it is what it like yeah it's it so, is what it is so like, it, like, <laughs> like okay, oh yeah. it happened yeah it happened again okay yeah. like now you're just Shocker. like you're just prepared for the next one yeah and that's the thing too like i think yeah we need to draw awareness to or we need to draw where awareness and resources to mental health but i think a big stress on that and i think nelson had mentioned it in like uh the race and privilege podcast of like it's a sick like it there's something going wrong with like because if you look at who commits mass shootings and does all this crazy shit it's white men mm-hmm. all the time all the freaking time may you may have one or two here or there that aren't um carried out by white men but like there's a problem and there's an issue but the thing is since it's like white people it's not like you just move on mm-hmm. since they're the ones committing it yeah. so i'm saying white people white men need help but also we need to stop excusing it just because oh, yeah. they're white um sorry okay so now on to um the megan and harry uh interview with oprah so i only saw clips i did not actually watch this interview <laughs> so whatever opinions i have on it uh-huh. are basically going to be based solely on what i've seen and like whatever you talk All about the memes and the tweets um yes. so i feel like the interview kind of bugged me mm-hmm. and i don't know if it was 
I, I don't know if Oprah and Megan were kind of just like the reactions they were having was to like, like they were over exaggerated so that the audience watching who didn't know like this, like could learn like because mm-hmm. like when Megan had said like, oh, they wanted to know what Archie's skin color would be for racist reasons or whatever mm-hmm. and oprah was like oh my gosh yeah. really and i'm just like oprah you're not stupid <laughs> this is not news and like anybody who has some common sense that isn't um just living in their own bubble knows like that like it's not a shock it's sad but it's not a shock so like oprah over here this old ass black woman <gasps> well i can't believe it so I was like, maybe we're just adding the dramatics for people who really don't see this as an issue or don't understand, mm-hmm. like can get it because so, they're seeing Oprah having this big reaction. But I was like, come on, come on now, Oprah. Like I was just, I was kind of over the interview and then my and mom and I had like talked about it and and I actually talked to Max like uh, uh, today about it. <laughs> Because I was just like, you know, what do you think of the British monarchy? I don't understand why, like, I never got why, especially in America, we, like, love, we love them. We love the wedding. But, like, the the whole point of America was, like, fuck the British. Yeah. So, like, I never understood why we have this huge love and appreciation for the British monarchy and, oh, the wet, like the weddings and i mean sure princess diana seemed cool but like i still like she cool but oh kate middleton and all this stuff i never understood why we loved them so much and then like honestly i think it's just because it's like the british royal monarchy mm-hmm. like they speak english because it's like how many mm. other how many we don't get we don't care about any other yeah we don't care yeah. about spain we don't care uh, like how many like yeah how many other countries in the world like yes like they're working like uh-huh. their royal families don't have any like political power yeah. like or ruling power you uh-huh. know but like there are still tons of country or i shouldn't say tons i really don't fucking know uh-huh. but i do know that there are at least like quite a few european uh-huh. country or even countries other elsewhere in uh-huh. the world that still have monarchies they mm-hmm. just don't like they just don't have any like governmental power anymore uh-huh. so it's like yeah well, i think the only reason why americans or american media care so much about the british royal family is because they're english speaking um and this is another like i said i'm trying to word this correctly because this may be a very far-fetched wild thing for me to say but like the thing is is like you look at megan and like I can tell she's black, but there's a lot of people who find her like white passing. So whatever. Yeah. Um, And if you look at their son, Archie, like he, he could be white passing. So my thing is, is like, you know how racist you gotta be as a country to not mess with her and Archie when like he could like you could have swept some things under the rug or Megan couldn't have been like a fat or like real low key and Archie could have just popped out and you you they could have just thought he was white or like white passing or whatever mm-hmm. and I'm just like again you know how racist you got to be to not even like that baby and Ooh. he came out real 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 light well, the thing is, too, it's like, okay, Megan marrying into the royal family, uh-huh. like, that could have been your, like, she could have been your, your, your token, for lack of a better term, mm. is, yeah, she, like, okay, she loves Harry, Harry loves her, like, she just so happens to be, happens to be black, and then you don't, you don't want people to think that you're a racist 
Mm-hmm. thing anymore so like here you go here we, oh no like look at like now and she's doing all these things like yeah. the way that kate middleton was treated being in the fa- like when she came into the family is this oh, exact yeah. same all way that megan had- should have been treated all these headlines of oh you know kate avocado healthy diet or some stuff and then megan has a piece of avocado toast she is contributing to unsustainable farming because avocados take too many resources Megan literally to- had like a life like a healthy <sighs> lifestyle blog i believe like she could have been on that (laughs) and i was just like are you kidding and um but again i feel like if megan were not white passing or you couldn't or multi or just like mixed and light if she if harry if she was a dark-skinned black woman that harry was marrying i don't think that marriage ever would have happened and not because of harry but i think it just would have been too many hands in the pot Mm -hmm. and too many people having too many opinions and like getting to it that they would have never even been able to marry because it would be so miserable being her having to deal with the scrutiny day in and day out yeah and um Another thing with the interview that they did is like, I guess there's a positive in her doing it because, again, for people who don't really, who are ignorant to some stuff and don't know what's going on, like it shed it a light and it was just like another platform, a broader platform. But like, after watching the interview, I was just like, what was the point? Because I feel like she still had to, t- I was like, okay, she's doing this. So she better go all the way. She better tell it all and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like she still was so like calculated in what she was saying, mm-hmm. because I feel like they're, they will find some way to kill her. <laughs> like the Megan is going to pop up somewhere, pop up somewhere. Like, I hope not, right. but I was just like, I feel like she tiptoed around a lot of stuff. And like, I knew what she was saying. Because, like, that's our life or understanding mm-hmm. and, like, the lifestyles we walk being, like, what we are and what she is. But, like, to people who, yeah, Oprah was probably trying to reach with that interview who don't understand what she was saying, like, loca- reading in between the lines. Yeah. I was just like, okay, what was the point of this interview? Because to those people, she's still not – it's still not going to be understood, you know? So I kind of just wish she, like, laid it all out there more. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like, what was the point? If you're going to come on here and piss them off, you might as well piss them off all the way. Right. You know? Um, well, maybe like you said, like, there's other, there's obviously other factors that she has to take into mm-hmm. consideration. Yeah. So maybe that's why. And then, I don't know. I didn't see anything of, like, Harry's. Like, I, or I just saw that, like. Oh, it was, okay. So part of Harry's, um, when he spoke, Um, he was just saying how, like, he didn't realize racism or, like, he didn't get the effects of it Mm -hmm. until he married May. Like, it was a non-factor in his life. He's never had to think about it. He's surrounded in a country with a bunch of white people. He's in the British monarchy. Right, yeah. And, like, Understandable. um, And, again, Oprah was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, why is that a shocker? Like, people are a product of their environment. He's not going to know. And that's, that is the, the picture perfect example of white privilege you don't know what you have like you're not affected by it so you don't care about it yeah you know what i'm saying and then like uh shoot where is i going with this oh and then like cnn like don lemon and then like two other analysts or panel people um that was like what one of them had brought up and don lemon was on the same page with me because she was just like and harry said he didn't know and he was like well what do you expect like i'm sorry i'm i'm yelling (laughs) no i saw the i i really saw most of the stuff like in reaction to the interview after Uh like especially all that piers morgan bullshit like (sighs) 
fuck that guy. Like, he, I've never liked, he's always been a mm-hmm. dick, but he yeah. is a dick. And I just don't understand why. And what's crazy We still to allow me him to roam the earth. Is that, like, people are more concerned with being called racist than they are about being actual racist. Yeah. And that's an, that's, that's a whole different separate issue. But yeah, like, with Pierce Morgan and, Maybe it's just, like, because here in America, oh, we're patriotic. Amer- like, all we're conditioned to, like, in school is, like, we're the best. America, patriot, America, America. So maybe that's what they're taught over there. So maybe that's why they defend the British monarchy so hard. But, like, I'm just, like, no, I don't, you I have don't to call. I don't even think anybody over there really likes. I think I think it's just, like, a very small portion of the population that actually rides for the royal family from my from what it looks like they don't fucking like this oh well then quit what well, then can we abolish i like how i'm saying it like i live there but then yeah why did that that's why i never understood the whole mystere in the show of the monarchy because i'm just like these are regular ass people well i guess <laughs> well, i guess the only thing i could say to that is like for a lot of these pe- uh-huh. places that still have like working uh-huh. mo- monarchies is that those are centuries upon centuries upon centuries upon centuries of history. What I'm saying is is that, yeah, there's centuries behind this institution. Mm-hmm. And so at a certain point in time, they were actually needed or supposedly needed. Mm-hmm. And, but then as time and people and technology and all this stuff evolved yeah they're kind of useless so that's why like you're saying like okay yeah they just do philanthropy they just like yeah they're literally just Mm -hmm. pr teams for their countries they don't now like it's gotten to the world has gone to the point where yeah we don't need them Mm -hmm. but again too it's like i guess you can't like just kind of throw them away i guess because it's like they're still there they Mm -hmm. still have this history behind them so i guess find something for them to do because i don't even think too like the royal family like there's tons of like family members who Mm -hmm. like like they don't get any funds like they're like yeah they have the title or whatever but they still have regular ass jobs so i mean not not that they're working Mm -hmm. in grocery stores but you know so i guess what do you do with them but then i don't know i don't know because like yeah it's just like in the wake of uh, in all the reactions like and like pierce morgan everyone getting hot and defending their monarchy and i'm just like okay well it's your maybe they take it so personal because it is a part of their identity or their customs and their culture but i'm just like i don't get it but i guess i never will because i'm not british but then and this uh, he's he already bugs the crap out of me but i just think it's so disgusting him along with other people like everyone's just like oh boohoo megan you're a princess and you're blah 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 oh you wanted to commit suicide like what do you have to commit suicide about and like totally negating her as a human being with like emotions and i'm just like how dare how disgusting mm-hmm. are you yeah. like you 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 think sh- someone would want to live a life of all these people who scrutinize and like go after her in the media day in day out you you think that's the way someone wants to live well especially too because it's not like she's not new to this like Uh that woman is an actress like Uh she's been in like 
Mm-hmm. the pub like the public eye for a good minute mm-hmm. so it's like obviously yeah marrying to marrying a prince is you know going to catapult you to a different level mm-hmm. but it's not like she's not she's not new to public scrutiny yeah. or anything like that but like that was just a whole other level of just vitriol yeah. that she didn't deserve no there's a difference between uh you know megan on suits was you know her acting performance wasn't that great versus calling her an n-word or like all this bizarre right. Right, and then having all these comments about her child. Yeah, people, oh, I can't do that. Um, okay, so now, um, JB, Justin Bieber. Okay, I gotta listen to this album. Justice, um, you haven't listened to it at all? No, I've just literally heard Peaches. Okay, see, that's a bop. That's probably the only, not to say the album is bad, but, um, I don't understand why. <laughs> I don't understand why we have an MLK interlude and we have some MLK snippets in there. And then the song goes on. Because me and mom. Bernice like, said it was okay. No. Like, <laughs> like, because uh, me and mom were listening to it and we were sitting on the couch. And I was just like, I heard MLK come on. And I was like, okay, Justin, he about, he about to speak for the people. He about to join the movement. He about to black square his way into the movement. And then it was, I was listening to the lyrics and I was like, mom, this isn't about like Black Lives Matter or any type of equality. This is how much he loves Hailey Bieber. Like, that's awesome. Good for him that he loves his wife. But I was like, how does MLK talking about equality go flow with <laughs> Hailey Bieber and how great she is? I, did, I didn't get it. And that is called justice. I'm like, oh, he, we're going to be he, talking about some real he shit. He had a dream that he yeah. was going to and marry him some Haley. Yeah, I was I was just like, okay, yeah, album's called Justice. Go off. Go like he's about to spit some facts. He's about he's about to make me proud, you know? Um And he didn't. No, the artistry like the, the music itself is fine, but I was just like, uh-huh. Like <laughs> again, why why we why we playing MLK? Why why the album Justice? I mean, it goes with his name, good for him. And then I was like, okay, maybe you know the Atlanta Wait, episode. Good for him that Justice like, like his name, like it got we're playing Justin. we're we're doing some Wait, good for him. Yeah. We're <laughs> But like <laughs> lovely wordplay. I was like, maybe we're taking the Atlanta like joke episode and he's just like making a nod to that. But I was like, no, he really trying to be serious. He's trying to be taken serious as a real R and B artist. So this isn't the time to make no, jokes. No, I when I heard Peaches and then I texted you and I was like, Oh no, he's coming for this fucking R and B Grammy. He said, You hoes were playing last year, not yeah. not not next year. <laughs> but even then, and I have to look up the technicalities of what's considered r&b based on the grammys like criteria but like it's a good song I but i don't R&B. say it's R&B. Yeah. <laughs> like i think he wants it to be consent the way he's considering it r&b is okay the melody may be like this or like what instruments are used in it but i'm just like that's not an r&b song like yeah to a regular listener i'm like that's it. that's a smooth little pop vibe that's that's a chill vibe i guess but then that's the thing is too it's that like the grammys that it pigeonholes people yeah into these categories and it's like well no yeah i you can still it can i think that it can still be a pop album but have all these different influences and things Mm -hmm. but that's i think that's just the sucky thing about having these some of these award shows Mm -hmm. and that it pigeonholes artists into these categories when it's like yeah that's not what i'm doing yeah because 
case in point, there were a lot of award shows. I th- I think not the Billboard Award. Maybe it was them or someone did. But like they specifically made a best K-pop category not just they can't be no, a part no, of the not, best band no best no no exactly i think it was like the mtv awards or uh-huh. something like uh, that's what i want to say so i mean take with that what you will but mm. like they spe- like some award shows i believe were yeah specifically making just k-pop categories mm-hmm. and so of course the only artists being nominated in that korean category artists. are korean yeah korean artists but then it's like yeah they're not nominated in any other category why can't it just be pop exactly mm. so yeah like the grammys and what they consider to be certain genres and stuff yeah. that's i i think that's shitty that you will categorize people and just put them into these little slots when it's like okay this isn't what this album was setting out mm-hmm. to do at all but just because they so happen to be Korean. Or yeah, Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. his whole entire career is as a pop artist, mm-hmm. but now he's trying to try other things. He's like, yeah, I don't want to just be here. I want to be over here too. Yeah. So not just him, other artists uh-huh. too. Like, so, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like the Grammys have been going downhill for years and stuff. And I mean, BTS should have got, got that Grammy, but that's um, me um, and millions of other fans. Yeah. I don't know. The award shows kind of irk my nerve because yeah, yeah. it's. Sh- I'm just like, if it bops, it bops. Like, I and I feel like a lot of people are snubbed because I'm just like, yeah. But whatever. Like, I mean, I get like the whole point of the. I guess it's like you're just having like this physical manifestation of like, hey, I set out to make this body of work, and my because the Grammys are a peer thing, so like my peers were like, hey, you know what, you really deserve this, mm. but. How to want it's one thing to like for your peers to vote on it, but mm-hmm. like who decides why like, I want to find out who decides what even gets nominated in which yeah, areas exactly. for their peers to even vote on mm-hmm. it. Because it's like, yeah, like if only five people, five or ten people out of thousands of people in this industry are only getting nominated, there's so many people who probably should be there that aren't there. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Um, so the performances, um, specifically, I skipped through a lot. I'm sorry. Cardi B and May. I did not actually watch the Grammys. I just saw clips on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I I got down to Harry Styles. I didn't watch anybody um, like getting like awards. I watched no, performances. Yeah. I just skipped through. Um, but everybody mad because Cardi and Meg went on that stage talking about WAPs and... Oh, me and Dad had a conversation about this the other day. What did Daddy say? So he... No, he comes to the kitchen. He goes, oh, they mad. I said, who? Uh, Them white folks. Yeah, and I was like, who? The white people or Fox News? And he goes, both. (laughs) And then he... Because he started to say how... Well, maybe if, like, the performance, I guess, was a bit more tasteful or, like, you know, yeah, we don't Mm -hmm. need to be up there singing about pussy or whatever. (laughs) And then I started, I was like, well, that's bullshit. I was like, because Harry Styles was doing the same goddamn thing. talking about the punani. Yeah, I was like, and and enjoying it. So, (laughs) but, like, yes, his lyrics are not as overt about Mm -hmm. the topic, but it's the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And what i was telling dad and i think like we've talked about on the show before is that cardi b makes music for people cardi b's age Mm -hmm. and i think i tweeted about this the other day too like if you come in the room and your child is listening to a song about riding dick and you don't cut it off that's your fault (laughs) so Uh. you cannot 
yes celebrities yes they can be role models they can be what they want them to be Uh but part of that is 50 50 it's you are putting these expectations on this person you do not know you've never met Uh you'll never probably meet a day in your life and then you're expecting them to like be the the moral high ground figure in your child's life So then, yeah, if you know that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are performing a song called Wet Ass Pussy at 10 p.m. on a Sunday night (laughs) and your your child is somehow up and watching it, ooh, that's your fault. So I don't know. It's so easy to turn off a TV. Exactly. Like, I don't get it. Cut it off. Like, or like I was doing, if I didn't want to see, like, if I didn't want to watch any of the Uh acceptance speeches or some people's performances, I was like, yeah, skip. Yeah. I don't know. And my thing with the performance, I didn't like the performance, but it wasn't because it was what? Like, what do you expect? No, it was, like, just, it was just a bad Cardi performance. Cardi looked tired. I mean, and Cardi's one of those people where, like, I I will turn up to her music, but I don't think I'd pay to go see her in a concert because as a performer, she doesn't do it for me. Like, she never has. That's exactly how I feel about Dula Peep. I love Dula Peep. Sorry. Dula Dua, Peep. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. No, I was <laughs> like, who is Dula Peep? No, because Wendy, Wendy Williams was talking about her on her oh, show one day and she called course. her Dula Peep. <laughs> of course. I wouldn't expect anything different so, from Wendy. That, excuse me. Sorry. That's uh-huh. exactly how I feel about Dua Lipa. I freaking love her music. I love it. I will go up to it any time of the day. Uh-huh. But when I watch her perform, it gives me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely uh-huh. nothing. And that's fine for her. I just, uh-huh. I'll pay for her albums. Uh-huh. I just won't pay to see her perform them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Cardi, it was just like. I was so over it. I was like, come on, sis. I was like, why are you wearing a 20 pound costume? Why why would we put a 20 pound costume on someone? I don't understand. I don't know. I just, you know, I think what surprises is that you, you would think for a former stripper, she'd have a bit more rhythm. Yeah. She'd, hit, she'd hit a beat a bit better. Mm. But <laughs> I don't know. And then, like, Meg, like I said, that's my girl. I'd be, ooh, ooh, ooh. Girls in a hood. But, like, mm. even her, I'm just like, okay, Meg, we cool. I'm good. So that was my problem with it. Like, it was just underwhelming. And I was like, this this don't look good for them. Yeah. No, but. it was just, it was just, like you said, it was just an underwhelming performance mm-hmm. because you have seen them put on better performances before. Especially, like, I, I believe, like, Cardi B's performed at the Grammys before and her performances have been pretty good. So, um, it, this, better. Pers- yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, or better. This one, ass. <laughs> Uh, this one was very underwhelming, but I don't think it was because of the song choices. It was just, yeah, it was just a bad performance. Yeah. Um, and then, so we talked about this on the last time you were on here. Like, should celebrities just stick to music and leave their political beliefs at home? And I think, like, towards the end of the show, I saw a clip of, um, is it not... Little baby, it is little baby. baby. Okay, little baby. I didn't know if it was duh baby, little baby. Ba- no, it was little baby. Okay. Duh baby. Perf- he yeah. was there, oh, okay. but he performed earlier in the night. But then, like little baby, did his whole like mm-hmm. um scene trying to depict you yeah. know police brutality and a and like again, I think I had said it. Like sometimes it's just like I wish award shows could just be award shows because it's just like it sucks to like see it. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, I'm like, but maybe again, they're doing it like how I said, Oprah and Oprah and Megan probably did it to reach a broader audience that wouldn't get it. But I'm just like, this isn't for black people. Like, this isn't like we know what's going on. Like, we're tired of seeing it. We don't need to see it again at an award show. 
So it's just like. I would say, though, like his was like the only I would say his was the only performance Mm -hmm. that was like overtly like trying to send a Mm -hmm. message. Yeah. So I think overall, like the entire night, it was Mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, this is just a regular, regular poorly produced award show you know so no and like his performance was good and Mm -hmm. i'm not saying like if you have a platform use it but and there's no but i get that's just a period where i it just sucks sometimes because i'm just like yeah okay i get it and i know my whole community gets it so this isn't for us so why are we doing something for other people to understand and that kind of goes in with like educating people and I'll get into that with like Matt James and stuff but sometimes yeah I look at award shows and I'm just like man it sucks that just this just can't be a space that's just like we're here for the music Mm -hmm. we're turning up and here's like a a message or a political stance which I believe is the right one it's right like I agree with what was going on Mm -hmm. but I'm just like man I will say though I don't think Black Lives Mattering is a political stance that's just a thing it's oh, it. no, I don't think so, that's a... Like, pl- yeah. So I don't... I guess, like, I didn't really think his... Yeah, he was he was talking about a cause and a movement, yeah. but I don't think over overtly his performance was a political one, if that makes no, sense. No, yeah, maybe I used the wrong word, because I agree with what you're mm-hmm. saying, yeah. Um, but, so, I get... Like, the positive in it is just, like, bringing awareness to something yeah. that other people can't haven't seen or experienced or get but i'm just like okay um so did you like any of the other performances or did you see any of them um let's see i saw bruno mars and anderson pack i freaking love that song yeah everything bruno mars that he can do no wrong in my eyes peter hernandez (laughs) i love bruno mars he was the one who tweeted he was like you can't be snubbed at the grammys if you don't put out an album Uh Ah. (laughs) so um yeah that was good yeah i loved silk sonics it was so great like i said i got down to a little harry styles bop i love me some harry styles um who else performed? Oh, yeah, DaBaby. I didn't see his performance. I just heard that he had a bunch of, like, choir judges, like, white women just standing in the back. Oh, I skipped. I yeah. skipped it. I didn't, um, I didn't watch it. So. I like Dua Lipa's. I mean, I like the song. Mm-hmm. It was just. Because, I mean, before, like, if you've seen, like, her performances and stuff before, like, yeah. She's have you come ever, a long way. Have you seen that meme? Like, go, girl. Give us nothing. Yeah. Now she's giving you everything. Oh. No, I her stylist, whoever her stylist is, she always looks amazing. Oh yeah, she all the time. Mm-hmm. I just think if she like if you give it a couple more years and she continues on the path that she's going, uh-huh. she potentially could be an artist. Be like, yeah, she has she has the music, she has the look. The, the, the look. Now she just needs to tie that all in together with like the performance and the stage presence. And I think she like she can get there. Yeah, because I genuinely enjoy her music. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. I think that's it for Grammy talk. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I want so I wanted to talk about like educating people or whatever. Like, so uh, Matt James picked um, Rachel Kirkconnell mm-hmm. um, as his 
bride or his winner and winner i don't know and then uh you, we get to check yes or no if you want to be my girlfriend that's after. pretty much what it is for the bachelors oh because gosh. none of these people like get immediately married do you love me do you want to be my friend okay sorry um george Strait is not like that turned up of a performer either but that's here nor there sorry um, i went to his concert and we yeah. left early i was severely <laughs> underwhelmed um, check yes or no um so after the final rose emmanuel acho was the host and he's the uncomfortable conversations with a black man guy that we talked about okay and so he hosted it and i will say like this episode because i didn't see the finale i haven't watched like i said i stopped watching after because i was so tired of everyone mean girling that one girl sarah or i think her name was was that her name at the beginning of the season that they one weren't even mean girling her. That girl was no, acting but an Victor- absolute fool. She was acting a mess, but Victoria oh, no. and like they just it. There was too much. Well, no, going Victoria on. was just a bitch like the <laughs> whole season. But like Sarah was just like, okay, ma'am, what? No, yeah. So anyway, that's not the point. I stopped watching. No sympathy from me. And, like pretty early on, uh, because and I was over Matt too. I was just like, yeah, let's let's BS this fake woke talk with Chris Harrison who obviously is not woke enough because he's he got his own mess going on with the Bachelor franchise. But, like, this episode was the first time, like, I was happy with Matt. Like, I was proud of him. Like, he finally, like, did something for, like, the people, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like he actually, like, stood his ground and he wasn't afraid to say what his black experience was being on a very white show. Yeah. Where I feel like the entire season, he didn't acknowledge or address it when that's a huge thing. It's a huge part of his personhood and his identity to be this black man. And um, I I was surprised with how stern and forward he was with Rachel saying like, look, you need to, you need to educate yourself and you need to figure shit out for yourself. I can't be a part of that with you because mm-hmm. like there's no reason... He did acknowledge that, yeah, you're a product of your environment. You don't know better, which I believe, I firmly believe in. But at the same time, he was just like, you still should know something, you know? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were mad and they're just like, well, why don't you stay with her? Why don't you be that person? She's trying to do better. Why don't you be that person to educate her and help her? And, you know, I It's go- not my job to heal you. <laughs> it's my job to be there and support you or whatever, but it's not my uh-huh. job to do the work for you uh and what i kind of am always like because i get frustrated sometimes when like i'll hear black people and they're just like educate yourself and if someone genuinely asks they're just like yeah it's not my job it's and i'm just like well you're yelling at them Mm -hmm. and they don't have the resources and maybe you're their only resource so try like why don't you help them out but then on the other side of that token i'm just like the reason black people are tired of y'all getting upset that we won't te- quote unquote teach you is because you're asking asking us to fix a problem y'all created. Yeah, I <laughs> no. I, so I do think like I think if Matt were to stay have stayed with Rachel, mm-hmm. yeah, he would have been doing all the work. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the problem. Is yeah, like we shouldn't be shouting people down and like oh well educate so da 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 because I think that's just now that's just a buzzword da 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 da. But 
if you genuinely want to i think that's the thing though too it's like i can tell if you genuinely want uh-huh. to do the work or not yeah and i think matt probably just realizes that she doesn't want to actually do the work maybe yeah. maybe she does uh-huh. but it's just i think it's also acceptable for matt to be like hey if you want to do this mm-hmm. power to you and i'm happy for you I just don't want to be on that ride with you. Yeah. And that's perfect. That's perfectly acceptable mm-hmm. for him to take that step back and say, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. If you want to learn, you want to learn. But I'm choosing for myself not to be your sole person to yeah. teach you this. And what's if even, that makes sense. What's even crazier to me is, yeah, if you want to go along with the like, okay, she didn't know better. She didn't grow up around like, okay. But you went on it and she kept she made it clear saying she would have not gone on the show if it if matt wasn't the bachelor so it's just like you knowingly went on a show seeking this black man mm-hmm. knowing what it is to or maybe not knowing but still reckon you'd have to understand that there's a difference of you being a white girl and him being a black man i think especially like not even like okay a product of her environment or anything but she made the active choice to go on the show because like matt was the bad yeah so you should you so, should know uh, you should care with, enough to know and his it was everything going on in like in the world yeah. today like i don't think that's a far-fetched to be like hey i might potentially win this i might potentially be with this black mm-hmm. man and my future children that I have with him are also going to yeah. be black. So, so let me figure my shit out about yeah. it, you know? So that's the thing. Like, or help, you at- your fucking social media. Like, I don't get why, why that's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you go to apply, I would find, I, I would delete everything Shoot. that's I'm not my person. dogs. Like, yeah, you, I don't exist. So <laughs> my thing is just, like, you actively sought him out because mm-hmm. you said you wouldn't have gone if it wasn't him. So it's just, like baby you should know right okay um and then another thing on the tell-all that i liked is emmanuel acho made the distinction between being just like racially ignorant Mm -hmm. and being a racist and those are two different things like i totally believe it i i i've been in situations with people who i care very much about and they just they really do just don't know better i don't think they're maliciously like racist people so i think that's a big thing that people can't separate yeah which i appreciated him doing not to like give people an excuse or like or or make them feel better about themselves but i i really do think that's an excuse i think i i think that's like it's a fact of life Mm -hmm. because like i've even been in situations and stuff like Mm -hmm. with other people and it's I might say something racially insensitive or like, or Mm -hmm. someone will say something or they get upset and I just, I don't understand why. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I don't understand, like, because I'm trying to be actively Mm -hmm. racist for this person. It's just, yeah, that's not my experience, which Mm -hmm. is the same for like white people. It's just, yeah, yeah, that's not your experience. You're not even thinking Mm -hmm. about it. So I don't think it's excuse. I think it's a fact of life for any person on this planet. But yeah, like how you said, if you're going out to be like you're fully aware and you're being malicious in your actions or you're purposely being ignorant or turning a blind eye to stuff, then yeah, you're a racist. So I think I don't know if grace is the right word, but I just think we need to be more understanding and have those conversations of like and that's the thing. I feel like conversations aren't had 
about race and stuff because someone will jump down your throat because if you don't have all the answers or you have done something racially insensitive, oh, you're a racist. Like a, like a lot of, and that's why I had a lot of reservations about doing that podcast with like Nelson and TJ mm-hmm. is because I didn't want people to be like, like it's not your, your place to have this discussion because you guys aren't all black people. Like, you know, like it's not your place to speak about black issues. But then I'm just like, they can't fix it. I can't fix it. And I can't stop being racially ignorant. And white people can't stop be ra- stop being racially ignorant because you keep jumping down their throats for already not knowing mm-hmm. when it's like they, they're they never going to know. They can never walk in our shoes. Right. So, like, it's just like a lose-lose, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that he kind of, he made that distinction. Um, so... That's pretty much it. Like, did you have anything else to add on there about that? Well, I was listening to that clip that you were listening, that you were watching. And I think that he did a, like, from what I heard, Emmanuel Mm. did a really good job of, like, not letting people BS answers. Or at least in terms of, like, Rachel. Like, Mm. I didn't really, I didn't listen to anything with Michelle or Katie or anything like that. I really Mm -hmm. just want, I just listened to that Mm. part. But I I think what Matt said when he was like, like the fact that I had to explain to you, mm-hmm. like why this was wrong, mm-hmm. and you still didn't kind of get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that again goes back to like, yeah, he said, well, I freaking had to do, I had to explain it to you. You didn't get it, so yeah, no, I'm no longer going to be your yeah. your teacher on uh-huh. on this journey. That's so, not my job. I just want to be a person, and that's what mm-hmm. the thing is. Is like. And that's why I said earlier, like, yeah, it sucks because everything shouldn't be about race, but it always seems to be. And I don't want to be that person that makes everything about race. And I'm saying, like, it sucks, though, for Matt, because it's just like, yeah, everybody, oh, first black bachelor. And he said, like, all eyes are on him and he has to act right so that the rest of the world and all these white people who watch The Bachelor because yeah, that's watch it. Like, that's all they have to go off of. Mm-hmm. And it just sucks because that's Rachel's maybe her only experience and he was like I don't want to be just the just this black person to you and I'm the only sole black person and it sucks that people's identity just has to be wrapped up people only see them for their race like that sucks he could be a really cool guy he's just mad but everyone's just going to see him as the first black something or if it's the first Asian or the first white well not white but you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like that it's it sucks that and it's not just in the bachelor world but it's just everywhere that yeah race does penetrate everything because sometimes it would be not like how i said with the grant like award shows it would just be nice if it could just be this is a person playing dope ass music or mm-hmm. just matt the bachelor not matt the first black bachelor yeah because mm-hmm. i i'd seen some little comment i guess he made or something like i don't have a whole lot of context about it uh-huh. but it was like when he goes out in the world he like thinks about like when he is interacting with people, like, white people as a black man, like, Uh is he being the best representation of black people? Yeah. Which, that's what he said. Like, yeah, but that is such a shitty mindset to have, especially, like, at his age. Mm -hmm. Like, for, like, no, no person should have to think, like, I need to be the, is it palatable or palatable? Like, no, no person should have to be, like, they think they have to be the best version of an entire group of people. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, just to get <laughs> this one jackass at the gas station not to hate 
or all, not to call the police on you or not yeah. to do it. And that's what sucks. And it's just like, because white people don't have to do that. But mm-hmm. the thing is, is because we're always in a white space no matter what. Yeah. Um, no, people are insane. Like, it, it makes no sense that I have, that he, him or other people like him or people who have this mindset mm-hmm. of, I have to always be the picture perfect, like like the model minority just in order to live my life or to make other people think like, oh, we're not all that bad. And it's just like no. every people, if bad people exist in the world, bad people exist in the world, not just because of their race. So it's like him being the best uh-huh. version of a black man whenever he interacts with black people is not, I mean, white people is not going to make all white people or all Asian people or any like whatever you shouldn't have to be the best version of yourself to get other people to like the rest of you no you shouldn't have to be but i understand 100 percent where he's coming from yeah i feel like and not saying you were being negative or calling it a shitty mindset but i'm just i don't i that's to no fault of his own yeah no i don't i Uh just think that's it's just this i think it's just a horrible way to have to like constant because you're then you're constantly thinking you're constantly 40 steps ahead and you're not just living your life because you're yeah. constantly thinking every single interaction with these people with anybody regardless yeah. of the rate like even if it's just white people like you're just constantly in this state of like anxiety and stress because you're just trying to be the best not even the best version of you, the best version of what other people think of you. Yeah, and it sucks, but it's just like, if he's not, then, because you're saying like, yeah, the people actually probably won't care if it, if he is being the best version of himself, but they will care and plaster it everywhere or still have that negative thing if he, he's acting a fool out in public, like a, like some black people be doing, and then so they have that mindset of all black people. It's easier to like have a tarnished image or like think negatively about someone than positively, so even though Matt mm-hmm. can be acting all right and being the best black man ever, nobody's gonna remember that or, oh, he did this at the grocery story like he black people are awesome but one black person could do one thing to you and all of them suck to you in your head yeah you know mm-hmm. and that's what sucks and it's just like it just sucks i wish race wasn't everything because yeah nobody wants to be reminded of it and think about it all the time and like i'm hyper aware of it and like and it's not even for myself it's like oh walking out the door with like my like I stress all the time when dad's gone because I'm like, is my dad going to come back or what's going to happen to my dad in his day? You know? Right. Um, and, but I don't do that. Like, I love mommy, but I don't have to worry about mom, this white, blonde haired, blue eyed woman, just chill. Like, she can go out to the grocery store and it's all fine or be walking around a certain store yeah. and just be fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, like, to round that off, like, I was just, I was really happy with, uh, with Matt. And with Emmanuel Acho, um, how it was handled. And I was happy he finally got to speak out and say what he wanted to say. Um, and I wish Rachel Kirkconnell the best on her her learning journey. Because we all have to learn. Like, like I we've mentioned this before. Like, the reason I care so much is because, yeah, I am a black person and it's a black issue. But even the rest of us still have places to learn and understand thing because like i don't know about other cultures i don't know all the things that they face and all the they all the little uh nuanced 
discussions and things like that because it doesn't pertain to me so it's not just white people have to do the work about learning about black the black experience or whatever other oppressed minority or whatever Mm -hmm. but it's all of us me as a black and a white person need to learn about what's going on with this other group and this other group or like white people like um no that's it i'm gonna just (laughs) end it there okay yeah um agreed all right player thank you uh Thank you for talking with me, chatting with me. Of course. Ew. Yeah, see? <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Funny but Am I appropriating the British? Girl, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> see? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening to Kevin Girl Podcast. This is uh, Kevin and Corey. Bye. Signing off. Like, subscribe. Did I already say like, subscribe, comment? Like, subscribe, and comment. There yeah, you leave go. a review. Five star, please. Woo-hoo. If not, tell me what we can fix. All right. Uh, peace out. <laughs>